is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show Tuesday, which, of course, is Monday's hangover. Uh, we're just continuing on from our conversation uh, from last night with Scott Husing, the author of Echo and Ramadi, the founder of SaveTheBrave.org, and, of course, Don Amon, who is the founder and uh, the owner of Minute Men Coffee. You can go to MinutemenCoffee.com and get you some good stuff. Like the uh, the very special "Do not tread, do not tread on me, don't tread on me." You got some incredible brands on that. We'll talk some more about that. Uh, the Puppet Master Mark and uh, Super Chris Cruz. Chris isn't in here, is he? He ducked out on us. He's back in Israel. And let's love Brandon. Uh, look at. Can you go back to that shot right there, of you guys? You can barely see Herbert the Silent Deer. We used to talk about Herbert all the time. He's still there. Herbert's Herbert's the one cast member that's been here the whole time. Well, me and you, Mark, we don't count. We have to be here. But Herbert's been here. Party Foul Steve's gone. Hot News Natalie's gone. Lisa Page is gone. Um, Candace is gone. And it's just crazy around here. Anyway, guys, here's what I want to talk about. Um, You talk about moving to Texas, both of you. Oh, yeah. And here's the problem. We could very well have Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke as the next governor here. It could happen. I did an interview the other day with Texas Scorecard, and they said, do you think he could win? I was like, absolutely he can win. And the scary part is he's, he's kind of like a carcinoma, you know, just keeps popping up in different spots on your skin, right? He's just not, not good. He's a tumor. And it brings nothing to the table. But they're going to pour so much money into this campaign like when he ran in 2018 against ted cruz for that senate seat they spent i don't know 90 million dollars on that campaign that's a lot of money i mean that's 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 the that's the gdp of some small countries right there but they did all of that and here's the thing the scary part was just by the sheer fact that he was on the ballot he won the down ballot so he flipped a lot of seats in texas a lot of uh house seats a lot of you know local places a lot of things just because they voted down ballot with beto um but this guy's a tool bag. He's a first-class tool bag. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Greg Abbott, that's for sure, because he's a big government World Economic Forum shill, if you ask me. That's why I ran against the guy, and he's still we are the we are we still have emergency uh, declarations here in place. New York City's lifted their emergency declarations. Texas yep. can still shut you down, can still shut your business down, can still make you so where you can't go to work, can't go to weddings, can't go to funerals. So New York. Governor Kathy Hochul in New York lifted those sanctions, whereas Texas still has them in place. That's the effects of Greg Abbott and this big government dynasty that's happening here in the uh, in the uh, in the ilk of the bushes. But um, it's bad. So there's a lot of people fed up with it. And there's a lot of blue here. You know, Greg Abbott threw the door open in Texas, invited California here in the form of Silicon Valley and the uh, media platforms, particularly Facebook and uh you know yahoo amazon's here um tesla we know is here various other corporations and company have come in here and they brought with them their ideologies they brought their bureaucracy they brought their people they brought their politics and and they've driven our housing prices up through the roof they've driven our property taxes up through the roof and there's nothing there to put them in check so i just say guys be careful if you come here <laughs> you might be coming to a purple state i don't know but let me just show you what a douchebag robert francis is he put out a video on social media just the other day where he wanted to invite you to a little a little jog with him play the clip hey we're inviting you to join me for a run 
bright and early in Corpus Christi. All are welcome. We're looking forward to seeing you out. Oh my God. What's he doing? I mean, you got to be kidding. Throw me. on a pinpoint Oxford, you know, take a little jog. What's he running from? I mean, what's he running to? What, you, what, what are you what, late for? Yeah. I mean, where are you trying to get to, bro? <clears throat> but this is, this is everything is, a, um, I, I mean, it, it, and, and the weird progressive left, I mean, they'll go for that. They're like, oh yeah, of course, this is great. This is fantastic. And I mean, somebody said, it's a good idea. Just take off running. We'll film you. That, that's the guy that needs to get beat. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he always looks sweaty and stinky anyway. Right. And he's always wearing the blue shirt. Like when I was at University of Georgia, when I was a freshman at the University of Georgia, <laughs> we had a, I took a psychology class and the professor every day wore same color khaki pants and the same color blue shirt. So he dressed the same. I'm sure it was some kind of psychological experience experiment, but he wore the exact same, could have been the same clothes. But he wore the same thing every day. That's the way O'Rourke is mm. in this deal. So he wants you to go for a run. Can we play it one more time? Because I want you to—I yeah. want everybody to hear the messaging. It's just funny to me. Play it. Hey, we're inviting you to join me for a run, bright and early in Corpus Christi. All are welcome. We're looking forward to seeing you out. That big—that big toothy smile, you know, at the very beginning. I—I I, I keep thinking I hear Jenny in the background. Forest run. <laughs> Run, Forrest. Run. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just keep them running, man. Keep them running. Keep keep them running. I so, want to see the second follow-up segment of that, of who actually came out and ran with him. Well, the, the event Did, is coming. You could still go run with Beto in Corpus. If they all showed up, if we could get a contingent, like a company-sized element <laughs> in Blue Oxfords to show up and run with them. That's a good that idea. Be a real joke. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when guests come on the show, and and I never ask people to delve into politics. I, I pretty much know where you guys stand on a lot of things, but you know, I never ask people to pick sides or anything like that. But like, we're in a situation in Texas where, again, we got this big government guy in the form of Abbott who's been in office in some form or fashion in Texas for thirty years. I mean, we talk about Joe Biden being in politics for fifty years, and uh, Greg Abbott's right up there with him in regards to that. And now you have this guy, and it's like we're, we're either way you cut it, it ain't good here mm-hmm. in Texas. It's really not good. So, uh, and, and and I got to be careful when I say I don't want to identify you guys politically. You know, um, we're being labeled mag. I'm just saying in general, conservatives out there being called MAGA Republicans. You right. know, Joe Biden. That's what he's calling everybody. Right. Started out with the labeling of the ultra MAGA, and then uh, there was there was. Um, <laughs> you trumpies he said that from the stage and i i want to i want to there was a glenn had a guest on yesterday morning sasha stone if you guys aren't familiar with sasha stone she she does a hollywood blog and she voted for joe biden um it she got to a point where she just got sick of all of the labeling and the calling the names and classifying people and so she got off of her twitter there's an incredible article they put in the New York Post that she wrote. I read it this morning, and I was just astounded by because she she basically said everything that I've been thinking for the last couple of weeks. But it was so articulate the way she said it, and uh, but she created like a fake account to just observe hmm. the way the left was approaching people on the right, specifically on platforms like Twitter. Hmm. And she said I was astounded at the hate. Oh yeah, that was there. It's it's a daily thing. Yeah. 
I mean, it's brutal. And how the people on Twitter, of, of just to name a platform, are controlling the narrative with the radical ideas that they have of right. really villainizing all conservatives to basically say, you're not a real American anymore. Right. You're, you're, you don't count. In fact, you should be eradicated. You should look at our, my inbox. Yeah. And you were telling me you had hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds, uh, hundreds a day. Of threats. It, it's insane. And, and it's funny because when we put out the Trader Joe, and, and keep in mind, folks, there are three more bags coming. Yeah. So it's only going to get better and better. But they automatically uh, associated. Now, everything that we do is, air quote, extremist. Yeah. I mean, pick an ism. And we're it, you know, and, and everything, the, the whole point of what we're doing is to, is just to prove that the in, insane mental side of that, that yeah. everything there on that one bag is politically incorrect. Sure. But it's factually accurate. You can't, <laughs> you can't deny the fact that, that he left 13 of our Marines in Afghanistan when they were pulling out. I mean, you can't deny that, and and you can't deny the kids in the cages or everything that's that was wrong. If 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 Trump would have had some crazy stuff out there, we probably would have put it on a bag too. We're, yeah. but the fact is, every time this guy opens his mouth, it just gives us content. I, I'm just waiting for the vast majority of the voting yeah. populace to to really wake up. And I don't know how much money you have to throw at a candidate or a person, right? Where the right. average voting citizen the blue collar guy or woman doesn't sniff that guy out and know he's an imposter right when you're even teasing that that run coming up i mean that's that's the real well and that's the point that sasha made in that new york post article because she the the title of the article and it's an op-ed piece is this is the moment i gave up on joe biden and it was when he was given that blood red background in front of uh, independence hall in philadelphia and um it's a powerful argument because here's a person who considers herself politically left, mm-hmm. right? Uh, politically liberal. And, but uh, she just said, I can't. She said, uh, let me just give you a little piece of this. She said, Joe Biden emerged from his speech this month on the continued battle for the soul of our nation like a squalling infant birthed from the loins of blue check Twitter bathed in the blood red light of militant fascism he was finally their guy gone was the empathy guy gone was the unity guy gone was the moderate guy be mean joe get them joe get tough joe tell them their participation in democracy is a threat to democracy i mean it's that's that's coming from a liberal wow and her whole point was she said it's gonna take people voting it out you gotta vote that extremism out how many times do you get the the flyer in the mail and for people who are registered to vote and actually go through and they, they see the qualifications, not just the canned blurb that is required to put in there, but go online and find out what the actual candidates represent, what they, some of them were, and I'm pretty loyal to my veteran tribe. We've had a lot of vets running for office. Uh, Eli Crane just took one in, in Arizona and and several others. And I I back on Margie Eastman, North Carolina and a few others, but I always make sure I research what their what their platform is because right. some of them honestly they lean on the side of you know a little bit of crazy and I I can't subscribe to that if they go so far off the sheet of music that I can't understand what's <laughs> right. being played man and, and I've always appreciated yeah. that about you because you're a fair minded individual when it comes to those yeah. things because yeah. again your altruism isn't politically guided in regards to well that. we're all about voting in the best people who are leaders <laughs> right you know right. people who actually lead and and do more than lead but care yeah i mean if you don't care about what you're doing and i think a lot of these 
candidates that get so much money thrown at their campaigns, man, it is just nothing more than a power grab. Yeah. Like that type of power is probably very intoxicating for a lot of people. And when you've got second, you know, third parties throwing a lot of money at you, thinking it makes you feel special, you feel almost deserving of that when you haven't really even earned it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at there's a lot of them out yeah. there that are that way. But yeah. then you look at all the packs and the super packs and everything that are going on in the background. I mean, obviously, if if you were in the marketing business or media yeah. business, you're the one. Th- th- those are the ones that are benefiting. But when you look at in the background on the control that they have, it's all about control. It's all about the power, right. and it's all about controlling that narrative. And like I was saying on the other show was. You know, for the first time, we now have beta males that have the power to silence us in one way or another because social media is where we all mainly communicate. Yeah. And so now they have that power and they're, 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 it's like a bloodlust. It's like they're hungry for that, but it's so much they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And so it's like that, that kid on the, his first hit of Adderall and he's just bouncing off the yeah. walls. I mean, again, I'm just, I, I digress, but it's, didn't it, it wasn't there a movement you know i'm on social media but and i think you educated me is so the right was trying to take back some of what the left in the social media sphere was doing by creating their own platforms and i don't even know what they are like clubhouse was one of them parlor and, and parlor yeah parlor's a good one that got shut I mean, down i just yeah. i just don't understand like if you're subscribing to this and you lean into it and you have to really swallow that pill on the social media platforms, which are viable for business, viable for getting right. messaging out there, depending on the message, so it doesn't get squashed or by censors or filtered. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's probably a better word, yep. is filtered. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because that's what makes them money. Well, when you what have you Mark, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg goes on Joe Rogan's podcast and says, yeah, the FBI <laughs> told us to, to stop the story about the Hunter Biden laptop for at least a week. And that was during the election. During the election, yeah. Uh, you know, we had to throttle that back because it was a, you know, a quote-unquote investigation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, anyway, let's, yeah, let's get let's back keep into going. that. <laughs> yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh, folks, uh, if you don't feel too confident about the future, well, then join the club. With everything going on around the world, now's the perfect time to stock up on emergency food. Uh, yeah, I know people think you sound crazy when you talk about that, but you're probably going to need it very soon. Listen, emergency food isn't for the paranoid. It's for the prudent. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company they're currently offering a very generous 20 percent discount on their popular three-month emergency food kit it's going to give you a wide variety of the breakfast lunches dinners drinks snacks it's uh 2,000 calories a day and it's not bunker food it is delicious and it will feed one person for three solid months but the sale is going to end soon so i want you to go to my site preparewithchad.com do it right now grab your 20 percent savings off each three-month kit you need you need a kit for every member of your family this is the affordable way to build your emergency food stockpile while you still can and if the day ever comes when you need to fall back on this food it's going to be more well, it's going to be worth way more than what you paid uh i promise you preparewithchad.com one more time preparewithchad.com we'll be right back all right so i uh i um you know i have these characters over the years that i've done on social media as well as here on the blaze triggered to bows and Tad Papafophilus and Uncle Larry and all these different characters. I, I came up with a new one the other day, and this was with the uh, the story about Ron DeSantis sending the 48 illegal migrants to Martha's Vineyard. 
this has just been the best news story of the week and uh and over the weekend i just absolutely loved it so i haven't named this character yet but i think he's going to stick around and we have the clip if you missed it play it chris Ah, pardon me, I'm brushing up for Venezuelan story time at the Martha's Vineyard Library with the children tomorrow. I've selected a fitting tome by Theodore Giesel. Ah, so you've all heard by now that the rapscallion Ron DeSantis, that governor of Florida, has flown 50, count them, 50 illegal migrants, desperate refugees, humanity into Martha's Vineyard just to... A few short days ago, the island is simply a tizzy over it as they try to find a way to house and clothe and feed and aid and comfort these 50 filthy individuals. What does a, what a poor community of billionaires to do, I tell you? Muffy, hmm. as we speak, is calling the stationers to change the invitations to her ugly Christmas sweater party to say, Feliz Navidad, so compassionate. All these stepford wives, until the federal funding gets voted... On in Congress, I'm starting a GoFundMe for the victims of the Martha's Vineyard invasion. I'm sure celebrities will flock. Vogue will want to do a photo shoot with the mayor. When shall we plan the U2 concert? Is Ben Stiller available? Muffy, get, get Ben Stiller's agent on the phone. Change your profile pictures to Martha's Vineyard's flag. The Martha's Vineyard, uh, it, they, the, the elites now have poor browns running amok in the streets, I tell you. Ah, I'm sure the shrubbery and the lawns will look immaculate. What is the kids are doing these days? Pound Martha's Vineyard strong. I'm sure there will be ticks and there will be talks. How humiliating. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. What in the name of Teddy Kennedy's ghost? Get off my lawn. Sir, sir. Get off my... Muffy, I have a derringer. Muffy, call the constable. Get him on the phone. Right after I did that video and posted it, I looked, hey, by God, they had a GoFundMe. They did. They raised no. like 40 grand yeah. to help raise money for these 48 illegals that were in Martha's Vineyard. And uh, wow. Uh, it was fun to watch because, again, Ron DeSantis, who, again, they're calling him a human trafficker. They're calling him, you know, all these different things. And it's like, what they don't realize, if you go to McAllen, Texas, go to the airport. I've been there. I've seen it. I've got pictures of it. You've got hundreds of folks that are there with brown manila envelopes that, in English, taped outside of the envelope says, I can't speak English. Help me get to the right gate, right? Inside, there's a plane ticket. There's all these things. There's paperwork where they can go wherever they want to go in the country. We've been flying illegals all over the country for a couple of years now. I mean, the Biden's been doing it two, three o'clock in the morning. These, you know, these flights in the middle of the night. And uh, so everybody says, oh, well, you can't transport illegals across state lines. And Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott are doing that. And they're, you know, listen, as a, as a whole, it's not a good plan because you're pushing illegals further into the interior of the country when they need to be going back across the border and coming in the right way. But boy, the troll aspect of this one was fantastic. Because, you know, these people are like, uh, well, they can't stay here. <laughs> we're not a sanctuary city. city. We know we're not Texas. We're not a border town. We mm-hmm. don't have the infrastructure to be able to handle this. 48, mind you, 48. Forget the fact that 205 are coming across the border every single day uh, in, in Eagle Pass and, and uh, you know, Valverde, Texas. 
And, and so, you know, they didn't know what to do with it. So everybody's like, oh, they were so warm and welcoming. They gave them, you know, they, they opened up their doors and they brought, you know, rotisserie and they, they gave them Pop-Tarts. And then they put them on a bus and kicked their asses out and sent them over to the military base in Cape Cod. In less than 24 hours. In less hours. than 24 hours. Yeah. So, you know, it, they, didn't, they didn't stick around very long in regards to that. Uh, NBC News had a tweet that contained a quote that compared migrants that were sent to Martha's Vineyard to trash in an attempt to criticize Ron DeSantis. Uh, this was from Mac Le- Max Leffold, who's a Venezuelan-American and immigrant activist. Uh, he said, it's like me taking my trash out and just driving to different areas where I live and just throwing my trash there. Uh, yeah, that didn't, that didn't, you, that didn't go over no. well. No. <laughs> that did not go over well. Um, and so he, he caught a lot of help for that, obviously. Um, it was a bad deal. So um, this is crazy. It says, you know, others went so far as to accuse Ron DeSantis of human trafficking, but his defenders pointed out that President Joe Biden, a Democrat, had also relocated migrants to various cities in the United States to alleviate the growing migrant crisis. Uh, and we already know that, you know, Eric Adams, who's the mayor of New York, has said, well, we're not going to do that. Kathy Hochul has said, we're going to start bussing Republicans to Florida. Um, they're sending more and more. Uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is, um, it, you know, Greg Abbott's got to be pissed off because he keeps getting one-upped yep. by, uh, by DeSantis. And so, but he is, he is sending buses to New York City and to Kamala Harris's house. That was all. Yeah, I saw that the other day. They actually did. They dropped off a whole busload in front of uh, Kamala's house or whatever she calls herself. Well, she, yeah. she went on. She went on Face the Nation last Sunday morning, she saying did. the border is secure. Yeah, she said the border is secure with a straight face. With a straight face. Well, she's an idiot. Well, uh, and and there's been enough fentanyl that's crossed our southern border in the last 12 months that's enough to kill 2.8 billion people. Mm -hmm. You know, at least now they're having the conversation that fentanyl should be named a weapon of mass destruction. It is. I mean, and and you know what? Joe Biden, to my knowledge, has yet to mention the word fentanyl. No. I don't think he said a single thing about it. Mm -mm. Uh, Where was the, you know, we had the COVID death tickers that were constantly on the mainstream media, on the news sites, constantly telling you how many Americans had died from COVID. Where's the ticker for fentanyl? That's what I want to know. Um, it's a bad deal. Bad, bad deal. Uh, so, yeah, the GoFundMe campaign launched for Martha's Vineyard migrants uh, because, again, they couldn't afford to, you know, take care of them there on Martha's Vineyard. Who started that? <laughs> I need the syllabus uh, for yeah. a well, GoFundMe Chad. account. Yeah, and the GoFundMe. What has raised Jesus. thousands of dollars for the Venezuelan immigrants placed on the island, the account which was organized by Sarah Goulet. Sarah Goulet. I love Sarah. She's a gorgeous girl. She comes from the, uh, a long line of Goulets here on the island. Uh, we'll donate all proceeds towards the Martha's Vineyard Community Foundation. Hmm. So in other words, the Martha, Martha's Vineyard Community Foundation <laughs> is what? Is that on the island there? Well, or? I, you know, that's a good question. That's the one that kind of that raised my antenna as well. Uh, officials and volunteers on the island have sprung into action to provide emergency services, shelter, food, and clothing, she continued. Martha's Vineyard is a community of open-hearted individuals that view these migrants as people, not political pawns. 
However, the island is a resort community with only 20,000 year-round residents, and it already faces a shortage of affordable housing and off-season jobs. Uh, Please join me in donating to the Martha's Vineyard Community Foundation, which can quickly distribute funds to the neediest organizations. On their island. Yeah. Oh. I mean, just for 48 Venezuelans. Right. There's enough bedrooms at the Obama compound. Right. They could have housed them all right Right. there. I mean, there's 15 bedrooms in that thing. 48's not a crisis either. No. No. Come on. Two million will cross the southern border this year alone. Yes. Two million. Yes. All right. I had lunch last Thursday with a friend of mine who just became an American citizen. And I said, well, how was the process? He goes, it was too easy. It was Mm -hmm. too easy. It should be harder. Mm -hmm. It should be more difficult. Um, And look, you look, men and women have bled and died for what we have here in America. Our values are worth protecting. Our borders are worth protecting. You know, uh, and people say, oh, you're, what are you, a nationalist? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. America first, as a matter of fact. Well, and that's it. And that's why it was asked, that's why I was asking earlier is why all of a sudden is it now a crime or offensive hate speech to love our country? Yeah. You know, my, one of my best friends just, just not too far from here over in East Texas is part of the state patrol. He's down there every six weeks and he sends me pictures and photographs. Remember the, the one of the, the, the gang member down there, the cartel that was, she had the AK 47 pointing up at the helicopter. Yeah. I mean, thousands and thousands of them are crossing over the border. You got to understand where I come from. We're predominant. We're an apple apple straight. We have migrants coming in to pick all season long. It's not a. It's a matter of how they come across. It is one of the easiest processes. Well, they were talking to um, um, Griff Jenkins with Fox News the mm-hmm. other day. He was interviewing one of those Venezuelan people, a Venezuelan man. Uh, and and again, you got to remember. It, they're coming out of Venezuela, which is they've been eating out of tra- they've been eating a family pet in Venezuela. Yeah, uh, these people are desperate. So I appreciate the humanity of it and the humanitarian crisis that's there. Uh, but he said he, the guy he was interviewing he said no, the border's open. We we didn't have a hard time coming. We came here. He literally said we came here illegally, mm-hmm. and so that's you know that. that- Along with everything else that consumes, like these oxygen burglars on mainstream media that are, <laughs> I like that are really using these types of sound bites to, you know, when you talk about border security, and then conversely, again, the, the circles that I run in, you know, that I have a deep affection for letting the right people in this country, right, and the and the people that have gone through the legitimate process, and I use one of my very dear friends, Sam Helly, who was my Iraqi interpreter in Ramadi. That guy waited three years for sponsorship, for him to come over. Right. And now he's not only an American citizen. I went to Tampa and flew down to see him raise his right hand and say the Pledge of Allegiance for the first time when it really mattered. Yeah. And now awesome. he's married. He's got a kid. And oh, by the way, the day after this guy swears his allegiance to this country, he asked me, he goes, sir, sir, I want to go to the recruiter. He wanted to go the next day and sign up. Well, it took a little bit longer than that, but I'm proud to say he is a Navy Reserve officer wow. in wow. the cybersecurity realm. Wow. So he's now serving his country, but he fought alongside of us. And it goes back to you know the failed withdrawal of Afghanistan and, and all right. these things about getting the interpreters and people that fought alongside of us, people that really put some skin in the game. Yeah. And again, I agree with you. The, 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 the humanity and the, the misery that these people endure, but there's a process in this country. And if the people in Martha's Vineyard who have a flag 
I wouldn't know Martha's Vineyard flag if you snapped me in the face with it. Oh, I changed my profile picture for three days. Do they really Uh, have a flag? They have a flag. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. And by the way, Martha's Vineyard actually had an unsuccessful secession attempt years ago. They, They tried to secede from the United States. A lot, a lot of history there on the island, my friend. Yeah, for, you know, that's the 20-something 20, 20 hotel rooms. They couldn't put these people <laughs> up. They jam them back in a bus. And I've slept on plenty of buses, as you have. Yeah, of course. It's, yeah, it's not fun, you know. Yeah, so, course. you know, may not be on my top 10 vacation spots <laughs> no. anymore. All right, hang tight. Uh, hey, if there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about those Starbucks, uh, the baristas, that uh, they gave them active shooter training because the cities aren't safe anymore. But while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. It's a system that allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. You don't have to go to the range. You can save a ton on ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app. You load the laser bullet that sounds cool in your firearm and start the training experience improve muscle memory reaction speed sight alignment trigger control and a whole lot more iTarget pro comes in all the major caliber calibers including 223 so you can stay sharp with pretty much any firearm you own plus you'll save 10 percent and free shipping when you use offer code chad i spell it chad when you go to itargetpro.com right now it's the smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm plus it'll pay for itself immediately that's the letter itargetpro.com the promo code is chad itargetpro.com We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. It's the time of the show where I'm going to attempt to wax eloquent for just a couple of minutes. Hey, do you remember that scene in Godfather 2 when Michael Corleone says, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Well, that's how we've all felt several times about the delightful town of Kenosha, Wisconsin over the past couple of years. And today we're going back yet again because developments are in the air and they don't produce a particularly good smell. Do you know the name of Joshua Zeminski? Do you remember his name? Say his name, Joshua Zeminski. Actually, maybe don't, because this guy is a certifiable, literally weapons-grade douchebag. He's the guy who allegedly fired the first shot in the air the night that Kyle Rittenhouse, whom we've had on this show, was being chased by Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber. You'll remember them, of course, the poster children for the F Around and Find Out committee, who got murked for playing stupid games that promised stupid prizes. Mr. Zeminski just found out the other day, he found himself once again at the mercy of the courts after being charged with felony arson and misdemeanors of obstructing an officer and disorderly conduct with a deadly weapon. Listen, I get up pretty early in the day, but I don't think I'm anywhere near as productive as this asshole. This dude has robbed people left and right, sometimes with his wife, Kelly. Yeah, he includes his wife on it. I guess the couple that attempts to slay together is apt to stay together. Kind of romantic when you really think about it. Oh, and by the way, the latest of those robberies was at Knife Point and was while he was awaiting trial for the arson case. He's kidnapped people, taking them to the ATM, demanding that they withdraw cash and give it to him. This, in short, because he's has a list of bad crap he's done too long to go fully into this guy's bad news and it leads me to a rather controversial question one which might not be popular but which i feel needs to be asked is it possible just possible that the criminal justice system existing within the bounds of the city of Kenosha, Wisconsin, is maybe just a little bit lacking. Now, how in the world is it possible that this guy spends more time out on the streets than looking at them through a set of bars? I don't want to get off on a tangent here, um, but 
what the hell is going on in these blue cities? Listen, I understand the notion behind criminal justice reform. There's no doubt that improvements can and should be made all over this country when it comes to law enforcement and the jail and prison systems. And there's good people out there making compassionate, logic-based cases for some, and I stress some of the available changes. But it is the nature of the left to go off the deep end and take any good idea and run it into the ground through the Earth's core and pop out the other side of the planet with it. The answer to crime isn't to take a light hand to violent people. It just isn't. This Zeminski dude should have been in a clink a hell of a long time ago where he wouldn't have been able to hurt the people he's been doing that to, that he's been doing since. And in closing, let me go back to where I started. You've probably never heard of this guy. And guess what? You're probably not going to hear about this guy other than places like, well, right here on this show. But there's no question, you know the name of Kyle Rittenhouse. And if you're watching this show, you probably understand him in a realistic context. But if you're a follower of the mainstream media, you no doubt even today know him as a monster, a murderer who got away with it OJ style on national television. Why is that? Why is it that the media covers these two men completely opposite of what they deserve? Could it be there's an agenda? I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know. But preaching to the choir is fun sometimes. Ah, Siminski. Ah, <sighs> Breathe, Chad. This world we're living in, dude. It's crazy, isn't it? I want to start a GoFundMe for Martha's Vineyard, I tell you. The... $40,000. Man, it's just insane. USC partnered with Disney and the U.S. State Department now financing pro-abortion propaganda films. That's fun. Uh, University of Southern California's Annenberg Inclusion Initiative. That's a mouthful. They announced it would be funding these uh, propaganda films. Uh, so we've got that to look forward to. That's fantastic. That's exactly what uh, uh, high, an institution of higher learning, but it is California, uh, and Disney should be involved with. Um, God, Gavin Newsom's state just keeps giving back. When, when are you moving out of California again, Scott? When? <laughs> When are you coming out of there? Oh, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this story, but again, the U.S. has now announced they're giving another $600 million to Ukraine. They're also giving $50 million to the WNBA. Uh, so once again, folks, once again, there's nothing more American than funding losing causes. Oh, my God. <laughs> $600 million more, over half a billion dollars still going to Ukraine, and another $50 million to the WNBA. What, what about our veterans? Yeah, what about them? I mean, that's the thing, right? What about what about uh, mental health crisis? Mental health what about, crisis. you know, post-traumatic stress? What about, uh, you know, veterans on the streets? It's a bad deal. We have misplaced priorities. You think? I, that's an understatement, you th- right? You think? That's yeah. why guys like Scott are out there doing right. what Scott's doing. <clears throat> right. Uh, that, and that's the thing that motivates all of us. It does. Because it pisses us off. Yeah. <laughs> that type of money is, is kind of mind-blowing. And also life-changing 600 million dollars oh yeah Yeah. we were talking about this me me and brian and um heather before the show was this affinity for a lot of guys in the warrior class like they want to go back over they can't say no to the the thrill and excitement of being in a combat so they've gone over friends of mine a a lot of people do it because they just can't get through it but we were doing a september 11th panel and, and robert young pelton said yeah but it's what they're good at and I get that you, you go back over, but the amount of resources that they're dumping in there, when you've got hundreds of thousands, millions of veterans struggling yeah. to battle the broken VA system, yeah. and also uh, even guys like me that have, have done well, but the the entitlements that I've earned over a 24 year career, my 
pension, all these things that don't keep up with the cost of inflation and the cost of living. Right. Paying seven bucks a gallon for gas in California, you're you're darn right. I want to move to Texas. Yeah. You know, and when I come down to Texas and I hear Texans complaining about gas prices, yeah, that's oh an indication God. of things need to change. Yeah. But that that type of money, you're right. The priorities are so. Out of whack, man. I can't wrap my head around it. Dude, it, 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 I don't even need $600 million. You give me the $50 million that went to the girls in the basketball league. You'll never see my white ass ever again. I didn't again. even know that I'm WNBA out. was still working. I didn't either, yeah. No, I, I, I heard I, something you, about it. You but. couldn't pay me to go to one of those games. Yeah. I mean, hmm. what's the point? What is the point? Anyway, I, it, it, but that's the misplaced priorities that yeah. we have here in this country. And, uh, I, you know, after a while, it just starts to just piss you off. I mean, the, uh, I mean look, look at this. Patagonia, private company, they could do whatever they want to do with their money, right? You know, Patagonia is the uh, that's that outdoor apparel maker, and um, for healthy people, I guess, like you, Scott, me and me and Don aren't healthy. I was going to say you and I aren't I mean, healthy. We're not healthy. Dude. Scott's like over here rocking this whole marine <laughs> yeah, body geez. and crap. It's like Jay's. Listen, when I think of a naked man, and I do, <laughs> it's Scott Husing. Um, I don't know him well enough yet. <laughs> you will, dude, dude. It gets in your head. It's all family. It's like just a like it's a all right. Ooh, just look, ooh, just ooh. drills in the mind. Looking forward to that. But Patagonia, they're giving away three billion dollars stake in a company to fight climate change because you want to talk about pissing your money away. Um, uh, it's called a self-imposed Earth tax. Wow, I didn't know there was that much money in T-shirts. We're doing it wrong. We got to talk to those guys. <laughs> figure out how to do it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they're going to give three billion dollars to help change the weather. That's with a B. Bubba billion. Bubba billion. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's um, anybody watching another, this, another place not to spend your money. Yeah. Anybody watching this program, please. I'm just going to throw this out gratuitously. If you want to give away billions of dollars, yeah. go to savethebrave.org. So yeah. I was going to say, yeah. split it up. One hundred percent of donations go to veteran programs. Do this. So, yeah. Do this. Go to MinutemenCoffee.com. Buy a billion yes. dollars in a coffee company. There you there go. And, and use promo code Chad. Right. When you do it, you could save a half a billion. You'll save fifteen percent on that billion. <laughs> right. And and uh, and he'll pay me a little commission off of it. There's a kickback. It's program. a good deal. Right. It's a good deal. And you get right. some kick-ass coffee. <laughs> Come on with it. You stay hyped up all the time. All day long. Uh, hey, homeowners, beware! You could already be a victim of home title theft and not even have a clue. There's a cyber thief out there right now. This guy. Yeah, they're looking at you, and they've already forged their name onto the title of your home. Here's how you find out. Go over to HomeTitleLock.com. they got a free offer for you guys. Uh, when you go there, you'll have a place where you can enter your address for a free no-obligation home title scan, and you're going to discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. The title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. Once he forges his name on the title, he can take out loans on your home, even forge your name stating that he's the new owner. So make sure your title is clean, uh, and then make sure that you sign up with them and save by using promo code radio at hometitlelock.com. Enter your address, get the free no-obligation home title scan. That's by itself is a $100 value, but again, Go to HomeTitleLock.com, sign up, they will protect you, your insurance company will not, your mortgage company will not, your identity theft services will not. HomeTitleLock.com, they will. Use promo code RADIO and we'll be right back. Ah, oh boy, oh boy. Let's uh, let's talk about Joe Biden. So Joe was uh, they they did the interview with Joe the other day, and 
I mean, Joe just can't get out of his own way. Um, can can you play the little clip? Let's let's go down the line here, Mark. Let's play the one about Hunter first. Mr. President, if you run again, Republicans are most likely to go after your son, Hunter, once again. And I wonder what you would like to say about your son and whether any of his troubles have caused conflicts for you or for the United States. I love my son, number one. He fought... uh, addiction problem he overcame it he wrote about it and no there's not a single thing that i've observed at all from that would affect me or the united states relative to my son hunter yeah well i'd say some of those weird videos on the laptop of him getting a foot job is kind of concerning but whatever i'm like again why did the fbi shut it down why couldn't we talk about it i mean you would get a ban on social media right you you would get a ban on social media for talking about Hunter's laptop back during the election. You couldn't even bring it up. Mm-mm. So I'd say it's a little bit of an effect. Now, Joe, you know, my father, before he passed, the last couple of years of his life, he had dementia. You can see the signs. There's, there, the, You know, as I've said, he's got sundowners at best, dementia. You know, it's a bad deal. But, you know, he asked this question about him being fit for the job, and here was Joe's response. Play it. Mr. President, you are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads to my next question. You are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. Watch me. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. I got an erection right now. I don't even know it. And I can masturbate, but it gives me heartburn. Just watch me. Watch me. Pretty good shape, huh? Uh, yeah. The uh, But the thing that was really concerning was, uh, go all the way down, let's, let's talk about inflation, right? He says, eh, it's up, but just, just an inch. Play that clip. Is the economy going to get worse before it gets better? No. I don't think so. We hope we can have, what they say, a soft landing, a transition to a place where we don't lose the gains that I ran to make in the first place for middle-class folks being able to generate good-paying jobs and expansion, and at the same time, uh, make sure that we, uh, uh, we are able to continue to grow. And you would tell the American people that inflation is going to continue to decline? No, I'm telling the American people that we're going to get control of inflation. Yeah. He said, he said in another part of the interview, he said, it's just, it's just up an inch. He said, you know, we, we were only at 8.3. And he's like, well, 8.3, that's not good. Yeah, but we were at 8.2. It was, it's not up much. Well, the fact that it's that high is insane. I mean, you're, you're flirting with 10%, 10% inflation numbers. And that's just, we're not even talking about 59% on fuel, right? You talk about $7 yeah. a gallon for fuel in, in California. Mm-hmm. We're down to just over 5 
I think now, but yeah. it was up to it was up to seven. And yeah. how, and here's how did, the thing, function. And here's the thing that screws you up. I drive a diesel truck. Diesel isn't really coming down. No. No. I mean, I did four eighty nine this morning. Uh, and again, that makes it harder for you to ship things like yeah. food and supplies and coffee, coffee, coffee bags. Hundred percent. Everything. Yeah. Everything is up. So yeah. anyway, this guy. If you watch that full interview, and folks have seen tons of clips at this point, um, here's one that really concerned me, and that's the what he had to say about Taiwan. Play that clip. Maybe there's a one China policy, and Taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence. We are not moving. We're not encouraging their being independent. We're not. Let, that's their decision. But would U.S. forces defend the island? Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. After our interview, a White House official told us U.S. policy has not changed. Officially, the U.S. will not say whether American forces would defend Taiwan. But the commander-in-chief had a view of his own. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces, U.S. men and women, would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion? Yes. Thoughts, boys? <laughs> I mean, get that emergency food kit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no words for that. I, I've never, I, I haven't seen that. And I try not to watch him, but I've never seen that. That's, yeah. that's, in, that's insanity. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a debacle, needless to say. That is a potential bad, bad situation. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, we've got a couple more years of this. Mm. exciting times we're living in the thought of picking a fight in that region right now after insanity 20 years of constant war insanity with with a military that's more interested in inclusivity and diversity and flying pride flags alongside the american flag is a little bit disconcerting as well in terms of what we're choosing to go to war with so uh anyway that's where we're at uh Hey, let, why not? Let's let's encourage ourselves real quick. Can you play a TikTok? Oh. Do it. Oh. There it is. Yes. I have had multiple students come out to me, not just with their sexuality, but also with their gender identity. It's one of the reasons I think it's so important to be out and loud and proud so that people feel comfortable coming to me and talking to me because I don't know how much different my life would have been if I had had somebody to come talk to about this kind of stuff. My hope is that every student will have somebody that they can talk to about this. Yeah, I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not comfortable talking about anything with her. Not anything. Where in the hell does this stuff come from? The school uh, system. No, no, no. I mean, where are you finding this? Oh, it's is on, on TikTok. That's on TikTok. It's on TikTok. It's deep in the inner recesses and the bowels. And listen, not just that. We get them by the hundreds. Oh my God! Of these people who are in the quote education system, public education system, that I mean, this is it's this is this is where we're at. This is what we're dealing with. We have identity confused people who are helping kids who obviously have identity issues. And all kids have identity they issues. All do. That's the choice. That's so the choice of being children. You got misguided people with a. Where gender. are their parents? Yeah, it's insane. Well, that's a good question. Y'all hang tight. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, I want to say thank you once again to our special guest, my good friend Scott Husing. He's the author of Echo in Ramadi. You need to get that book where books are sold. And also support his organization doing a very good thing in a very creative way at savethebrave.org. Thank you, Scott. And my good buddy Don Amon down there looking handsome with that fresh beard. Ooh, looking good. TV's good for you, buddy. Yeah, bringing sexy back, huh? Bringing it on. Bring it uh, on. MinutemenCoffee.com. If you go there and stock up because you're going to need plenty of coffee in the bunker, use promo code CHAD and save and uh, show him some support. Parallel economy. God bless America. Constitutional folks, man, and I appreciate that. And by the way, coffee's good for your co- morning constitutional. Keeps you loosey-goosey. Yeah, buddy. It's fantastic. You want that. Pipes are clean. <laughs> uh, watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Come and check us out Friday night, Fredericksburg, Texas. Get tickets if they're still available. And uh, Godly, Texas, October 1st. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and say we'll see you tomorrow, Wednesday night. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. <laughs>